Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue on our examination of the... uh, parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to be in Matthew 9 tonight. <coughs> I believe, yeah, Matthew 9, where we have, uh, I've got to set the context right here, so I'll read the entire context, where Jesus mentions two things and gives a, a, a parable, a sort of small parable. You'll see here. So Matthew 9, starting with verse uh, 14. Then the disciples of John came to him, came to Jesus, asking, why do we and the Pharisees fast? But your disciples do not fast. And Jesus said to them, The attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. Now these next two verses, verse 16 has a, uh, a parable, and verse 17, they, they drive home the similar, same thought. Verse 16, But no one puts a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and a worse tear results. Verse 17. Nor do people put new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wineskins burst, and the wine pours out, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. Now, there's actually a couple of uh, parallel passages. Mark and Luke both have accounts of this. So let me read those quickly, and then we'll just see what the point is that Jesus is making. This is Mark chapter 2, verse 18. John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and they came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, While the bridegroom is with them, the attendants of the bridegroom cannot fast, can they? So long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in that day. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the patch pulls away from it, the new from the old, and a worse terror results. No one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost, and the skins as well. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins. And then from the book of Luke, (coughs) excuse me, the fifth chapter, beginning with verse 33. And they said to him, The disciples of John often fast and offer prayers. The disciples of Pharisees also do the same. But yours eat and drink. Okay, that's that's a little uh, more of a driving home. The point the other two says, hey, yours don't fast. But here they're saying yours eat and drink. Idea being they don't fast, but, you know, that they're enjoying themselves. Now, verse 34. And Jesus said to them, you cannot make the attendance of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them, can you? But the days will come. And when the bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. 
And he was also telling them a parable. Now here, Luke actually describes this as a parable. He says, this is a parable. So that's helpful, right? Verse 36, no one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. Otherwise, he will both tear the new and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wineskins or new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled out and the skin will be ruined. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wishes for new, for he says, the old is good enough. Okay, that, that last verse right there is a real, that sort of puts a twist to things when you think you know exactly what's going on. So what's being said? What is Jesus saying in these parables? What is he communicating? Well, they're coming to him, and they're trying to get onto it. <coughs> and they're saying, hey, hey, you know, your, your disciples are not acting religious enough. They're not following the law. They're not doing the things they're supposed to be doing. They're not fasting, which really gets in the whole issue of, as to what is the point of fasting. You know, what were they supposed to be doing under the law in relationship to fasting? And what Jesus was coming back, he was just using an example of the bridegroom, that he's the bridegroom. And he's using the example that as long as I'm here, they're not going to fast because I'm here. But the day is going to come when I'm not here and they will fast. But then he drives home the point of the old and the new. You don't put a new piece of cloth on an old garment. It won't match. It'll tear away because it's going to shrink at a different pace and all that kind of stuff. Also the same way with the wineskin. You don't put new wine in an old wineskin. When the new wine begins to undergo fermentation and starts to expand, the old wineskin will not be able to react with it in the proper way. <coughs> you put new wine in new wineskins because the wineskins can expand with the fermentation process. So what is Jesus saying right here? Jesus is saying this. You know, the, the law and the old covenant is great. It's wonderful. He actually acknowledges later on that he came to fulfill such. He fulfilled it. But you cannot come and take the new and place it within the container of the old. We see it in the prophets all the way through, Isaiah and Jeremiah particularly, uh, speak of how the Lord is going to make people a new creature, new creations. He's going to put the word within them. He's going to create a new thing. So you can't put the new in the old. The old is good. The old is wonderful. And if the old and new are put in the right place and proper perspective with one another, there's a fullness there that comes, okay? The old is what gives us the foundation for the new. But he's letting these folks know in this parable that his disciples were doing fine. They're following him. They're believing him. This will not fit within the context particularly of their religious activities. Okay? It won't fit there. So he's saying, think about this kind of thing. Now, where does this leave us today? What, what are we to think about this? You know, where are we to stand today? We, we are new creatures. We are new creations. When we repent, confess, and call upon the name of the Lord, he recreates us as new beings. Yeah, we still have this old body and everything, but folks, we are new Literally, the way that the Lord describes it as, we are born again. <laughs> Gives a new little twist to that phrase right there, doesn't it? I hope that you are born again. If you're not, today is the day of salvation. Well, how do you do that? Somebody says, you repent. In other words, you say, Lord, forgive me. You call upon the name of the Lord and you say, Lord, 
save me. Make me a new creature. I believe that you are Messiah, the Most High God has sent, and he will do so. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.